So hi, when we can always podcast, I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Guys, I'm Mike Stead. And we have some questions to say about his new EP, Rebirth. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh, the overall response has been really good. I think majority of fans have really clanged to the first track, uh, Grip. And I'm just happy to see the rec- like that they're receiving it really well. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of took a little bit more of a step into the lane that I'm trying to kind of grasp sonically and it's really cool to see how people are you know sticking with me through the development of everything oh yeah the oh, ep's yeah. fucking crazy yeah that first fucking track the first two crazy <laughs> yeah the I first two, I, 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 those are probably like the, the heavy hitters of, of the project and we thought about you know spacing them out so that they're like you know you got a little room on the project and we were like mm-hmm. nah just put them side by side one and two Got to, got to punch people yeah. in the face. Exactly. <laughs> oh, got to hook them in. Yeah. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Um, <laughs> not really the cover art. Um, the project itself, as far as the name goes, was kind of basing off the fact that you know the sound has developed and kind of changed. I mean, if you if you look back at like 2018, my project started more of like an underground kind of hip hop side of things and it slowly developed i mean it got heavier and harder and more industrial and as things progressed but i think now i've found a sound that is really my own and is really representative of the brand so in that was kind of like a quote-unquote not to sound corny but like a little bit of a rebirth um and so i was like instead of leaning against it and pretending like it's not happening i'm just gonna be like dude this is let's just embrace it let's go with it and then the last uh ep that we did was called revenge and i was like re something like just to keep it like revenge rebirth re whatever you know move on to a, a third kind of project potentially um the, the cover art i just looked <laughs> my friend uh my friend eliza shot it and she literally was like yeah this kind of looks like you're like a placenta <laughs> like with the with the sheet with the with the the plastic sheeting like gr- pulled over my face and i was just like running through pictures and i was like this looks sick and it kind of matches the rebirth vibe yeah. um and I was like, all right, cool. We'll just run with it. I mean, I, I edited it myself and um, it ended up looking really cool. Oh, yeah. Hello. So I don't know if, if this is actually what's happening, if you're just spitballing, but is it is the re going to be like a trilogy? Yeah, probably. Okay. Right. Just yeah, wanted that's, confirmation that's a little, on that. That's a little, that's a little secret. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it'll be yet because I got to, it has to make sense on whatever the project fits sonically. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. Gotcha. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the EP? Um, okay. Yeah. The majority was kind of crazy is these songs kind of span over a wide duration of time. Um, puppets and welcome to hell, for example, I wrote back in 2020, we definitely shot them in the realm of like restructuring, you know, reproducing re, you know, building them out. Um, like for example, welcome to hell had a like more rocktronic, EDM kind of dropped when we played it out at festivals and we kind of built that into absolute chaos like it is now. Um, whereas Grip and Bite Down, we wrote a few months ago. Um, I did like a writing trip in LA and I did Grip with my buddies, um, Matthias and, K- or, no, yeah, Matthias and Marcus I did Grip with and then Bite Down with Matthias and his roommate, Carrie. Um, and that's been kind of a new process. I usually write and produce everything myself versus working with 
friends and I, you know, sometimes we'll do co-productions and stuff like that. Whereas this one was like meticulously, we go in, we all, you know, we're piling on top of each other with the computer because we're all producers. And then, mm -hmm. you know, with writing, we're all brainstorming, you know, together. And I think that's provided a new angle and a new perspective with the writing process in general. I, I kind of enjoy it now because it's not that I can't do it myself. Like a lot of, a lot of my songs, I just fully do on my own. Whereas this kind of provides a different perspective. So it's kind of like horse blinders, where if you're like kind of writing the same music over and over and over again, it's you just stay in that lane versus having other people with you in the room or other people with you in the writing process. It's it's more organic and you get more ideas out of it, whether they're mm -hmm. good or bad. Um, both grip and bite down have these like I, I I love a good pre-chorus, but both of those have these weird, like kind of dissonant, uncomfortable pre-choruses. Um, whereas I traditionally write like very, you know, down the middle, catchy pre-chorus into the chorus kind of thing. And that was both, both of those, I think were Matthias's idea. Um, so it's been, an, it's been an interesting process. I'm trying to remember, um, the process for some of the other songs, um, Scream and Shout, for example, that was, again, that was an old one and then Creep. Yeah, it was the same, same thing. I think it did that back in 2020. So this is kind of a culmination of songs that like wanted, we wanted to come out. Um, not all of them are the most recent, but mm -hmm. you know, they've been, they've been tinkered with enough at this point where it's like, all right, these are good. We play them live. Mm -hmm. um, great fan reaction when we play them live. So let's get these out and mm -hmm. definitely throw in a few new ones. That way it's kind of a mix in a, of, of both. Absolutely. And bringing in outside writers into your writing process, was there a learning curve to that for you? Like, was there any sort of nervousness bringing other people into that process? No, I think it's more about who I work with. Um, mm -hmm. The music I write, I'm very neurotic. Like I just, the way that I work from being a hands-on producer and, and writer, um, I think it takes someone having equally of a strange brain. It's really kind of all it comes down to, at least for me, I've done sessions with people that are more like traditional pop or like, you know, alternative pop kind of shit. And I just kind of sit there and I'm like, this is not going to work. You guys are not out of your mind. You guys, I need very strange, weird people to work with. Yeah. Um, and we're starting to find more and more of those and kind of have my little niche group, like uh, Matias and Carrie that I was talking about. I was just in LA for a few weeks and we did another session mm -hmm. and we made some strange like drum and bass prodigy weird metal shit. I don't know, like a noise track in a sense. And it was just us having fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that's yeah. kind of where we get the best music. Cause that's what we did with bite down. It was like, I sat there and was playing a riff and they're like, that's and it just kept developing into the song. Gotcha. Yeah, Makes yeah. sense. And when writing those more recent tracks, were you writing them with the EP in mind or did the EP just kind of happen? No, the EP kind of just happened. Um, I I never have like a goal, which I know sounds kind of stupid, but unless it's like going to be, you know, an album, I think that's the time that you really have to sit down and be like, this has to be like this and very meticulously craft it. With EPs, it's a little bit more open-ended where it's like, mm -hmm. this is just a cool culmination of songs. Then they have to all be cohesive. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of me just writing. And I mean, there's plenty of songs that didn't make the EP. If if that makes sense, we're kind. I kind of just write a ton of music and then go. All right, what are our best contestants here? And that's kind of that's kind of where we went from because there was a few that could have been on the EP. Um, there was actually one song in particular that we really wanted to be on the project, but we were waiting for the right feature. And it's more in like the industrial hip hop lane. And when you're playing the hip hop game, features 
are a pain in the ass. It's almost so much easier to just stick in the rock lane and just everyone's so much more direct and um, easy to work with, I guess, versus mm -hmm. hip hop is hip hop's a lot of personality and it's a lot of, you got to navigate that lane. So like, for example, that one didn't make the project and it might make the next one. We'll see if that feature comes yeah. through. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we were, we also weren't gunning for like low brow features. We were gunning for like, relatively sizable names yeah yeah gotcha yeah, fingers crossed yeah. Uh, so mm -hmm. what song off this ep it's the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite personal favorite is grip right now but that's that's just how i am like when originally when we put the project together i was like bite down for sure hand tried and true um bite down is definitely my favorite song to play live just because of the um just like the energy that's just built into that song and the, the dynamics of the vocals. It's just kind of like a tried and true fast punk song at the end of the day. And that's so fun to play versus grip is so much more, I think emotional and based off of my um, bands that I kind of grew up on, like Lincoln park, for example, if you listen to Lincoln park and then you listen to grip, you're like, okay, I can definitely see the, you know, the, the background here mm -hmm. so yeah grip's my favorite and then as far as what took longest to write it doesn't take me long to write songs um Good. i'm i kind of just my writing process is i always start production first and that is usually a few hours of work and i've got you know a full arrangement and by then i've heard the chorus so many times that i just kind of come up with the top line and then I'm fucking tired. And then I give up and then I, <laughs> I I walk away from it. I come back like two weeks later and I'm like, oh God, this needs verses. Write the verses and stuff like that. I'm trying to think specifically. Um, there was not a single song in this project that took more than a few hours. Damn. As far as getting it, like writing the majority share of the song, as far as the production and chorus and stuff like that, not a single one. Um, I think Bite Down, we... Bite Down actually is a good example. We scrapped the chorus the first time. Um, it was originally called like King or something like that. And the chorus, like, I'm feeling like a king. I don't know. It's this fucking straight, same concept of like being this manic, um, like a, almost like a manic episode of, but, and embracing it. But it wasn't, it wasn't what we wanted because the verses are so strong on that song. And I was like, they have to, this has to match the, the quality. So we scrapped yeah. the chorus, rewrote it. That one probably had the most writing time. Right. Now that I think about it. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so for this question, I want you to pick your favorite lyric off the EP and tell us the meaning behind it. I have a lot of sneaky, fucked up lyrics on this project that people don't realize like what they mean. Um, but I'm not going to pick any of those because I hate over-explaining. Damn it. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to lean into grip. Um, I think the chorus for grip, I, although it's like, it's very self-explained. Um, I can't take much more than this. Um, it's like this whole process of just like where, where I wanted to write from was I think I've written songs and I think a lot of people have written songs of like doing the fight, right? Like everyone struggles with mental health. Um, everyone struggles with mental health. And, you know, I think a lot of songs are kind of like, oh, you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I I think I've written songs like that, but at the same time I was like I just want to write a song about giving up, not like mm. in the sense of like leaning into the crazy, not not giving up in the realm of rolling over and dying, but in the yeah. realm of like, all right, dude, if this is gonna be chaotic and nuts, well, fuck it, let's kind of do it. Um, so I'm the chorus specifically, 
Um, uh, I can't take much more than this. I feel my fingers start to slip. I can't take much more than this. Um, it's about time I lose my grip. It's very, it's incredibly, you know, self-understanding and self-explanatory. But I think that's my favorite just because people can relate on like a massive broad scale of things. So just, mm -hmm. all right, dude, I'm going to give in to the crazy shit and see where it gets me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Awesome. I don't know. That's that, that's my go-to. Fuck yeah. It's yeah. cool as hell. Let's so go. I'm cool with it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> as long so as you're cool with it. <laughs> you got my approval so we can move on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you were creating this EP? Since a lot of the songs were written early on, I think in that sense, um, four of the songs were written during like COVID, during the pandemic, because I, everyone had so much goddamn time. Um, like so, we had so much time. I, we were all in our houses, yeah. just sitting there. And for me, I'm yeah. like, this is, this is perfect. This is, this is great. I can do this all day. Um, so I wrote a ton of music and kind of just wrote um, where I was at the time and, and, and like on that day, right? Mm -hmm. um, Puppets is a little bit more, you know, anti-government in an understance. Like it's like a, you know, kind of anti-man like the anti the man kind of concepts mm -hmm. uh, being controlled and stuff like that and i mean think about it what we were going through at the time which was like everyone was worried if like martial law was going to get kicked in it was worried about like everyone's hoarding the grocery store to get toilet paper it was this weird kind yeah. of government you know the government kind of stepped in it was more of like i think that at the time that's kind of where i was writing from mm -hmm. um and, you know, I'm trying to think of the other tracks. Creep's just strange and experimental. Scream and Shout's is a straightforward kind of hip-hop rock track. Mm -hmm. um, Welcome to Hell didn't have a ton of specific meaning. I honestly wanted to write something that was just heavy and in your, like, really intense and just in your face and very different. Like, that song is a bit more in the metalcore lane than I lean, or tend to lean, at least. Mm -hmm. um, and then Griffin Bite Down, I think that was such a difference of time. That was, you know, three years later. Yeah. and i'm trying to, i'm just trying to think you put me on the spot um <laughs> my bad uh no you're, you're good i what's crazy is i did that writing trip to la and i wrote both those songs and i think that i was just kind of writing from where i was at mentally at the time mm -hmm. which wasn't honestly a, probably a great place I'm, i have a really weird love-hate relationship with la i lived there for six years and went through a ton of shit and so I think being back there put me in that like hands are up kind of subconsciously on guard situation. Cause I wrote the, the yeah. chorus for grip in 10 minutes, like maybe, maybe 10 minutes, like five. It was one of those things where we had been producing it. I heard the top line in my head. I walked into uh, Marcus's living room in his apartment and just had it. And yeah. it's a really raw chorus. Like kind of what we were just walking through. It's really raw and it's really yeah. just, it's up front and i think that yeah i think i was in a strange head plate or uh, headspace being in la so it gave me a strange writing dynamic yeah which isn't bad which isn't bad at all because i i love grip i love bite down there were a few other sessions that i did that weren't weren't the best but um those two stuck out above everything else all right um you know, there's there is such a huge gap between like when some of these songs are written to to some of the other ones being only a couple months ago. Do you still relate to the songs from 2020 pandemic time, or was it just kind of like these fit the vibe so they go on the EP? 
Um, it's a mix. It's a mixture of both. Um, I still love all the songs, regardless. There's not a song that I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> this shouldn't have been on the project, or I wouldn't have put that. Yeah. Um, I definitely think some of the songs that I've just played, and especially when you do rehearsals, like you just hear the fucking song again and again and again. Especially like for me, I'm a, I rehearse for a while leading into shows. I think like scream and shout for example, is a good is a good example of like, dude, I've heard this song so many times. It's good. It's great. It's always fun to play live. Everyone has a great response to it. But at the same time, there's a reason why it was on the very end of the EP. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, dog, like, this, this is a great song. But also I have heard it so much. Um, whereas like the newer songs like Creep, for example, like that came out with the project. Although the song itself is old, since it's new, in the world to me i'm like oh okay sick i you know i'm gonna listen to this a few times run it through and stuff like that gotcha gotcha uh so how do you recommend your fans to listen to zp for the first time should you do in the car with friends and talk with headphones on is work out ep party ep what do you personally recommend um definitely could be a workout ep definitely could be an at-home manically cleaning your room ep uh <laughs> hell yeah i don't know i'm trying to trying to think of strange occurrences um I would say here's my thing when it comes to music it's so accessible but it's at the same time people have lost a little bit of touch with how um they consume it right like they'll hear a fucking 15 sound 15 second soundbite on tiktok and, and consider that oh i heard a song mm-hmm. versus i think back in the day people would come home and buy a record and then they would you know put it down and they'd fucking lay there i don't know what they would do but they would do something and just kind of yeah. like they their current activity was listening to that song. Um, I think that's changed a little bit. So whenever people are like, oh, how do you listen to music? I'm like headphones or in the car. That way I can hear every aspect of like at least the sub and and the dynamics of the music. So I would always say like headphones on, you know, or in the car, blast it. Um, my thing would be listen top to bottom. It's the easiest. It's in that arrangement for a reason. And like you said, like you pointed out at the beginning where you're like, dude, the first two songs, they just they just come in and beat the hell out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. But I I think those songs can you know like bite down to it's a it's a party song at the end of the day. Same so yeah. is scream and shout. Not necessarily, but it could be. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Got the gotcha. got that vibe to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this one should be super super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. A big manic mess. That's is that three? Yeah, that's four. Yeah, we can we can ask oh, the uh. Okay. uh it can just be a big manic, manic mess. Big, a manic yeah. mess. All manic. right, a big, a big yeah, a, a, a manic mess. Um, yeah, I sat there. I was like, that doesn't seem like three. Um, yeah, I'd say it's it's kind of a manic mess, and there's an element that I prefer about that. Where I've done an interview, I think it was back in like 2019 or 2020, where I talked about my process a little bit but it's always this it's been the same ever since i said it and i kind of set it off rip where it's my sound has always been like an element of like controlled chaos right so it's like grip for example it, it that that acoustic guitar you're like oh dude this is sick and then it just hits the fucking fan immediately yeah. um there's always a dynamic though that's still palpable and controlled enough like i write in pop format even though the songs are completely not pop um and i think that that works for people you get a little bit of crazy but it's not absolute adhd 
like can't follow the words, can't hear the lyrics type thing. It's very it's very straightforward. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the EP? Uh, no, I think it's up to everyone else to determine how they feel about a certain song or a certain, you know, I, I yeah. leave it up to you. I leave it up to you. It's fair enough. We can't oh, yeah? argue with that answer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so are you able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this EP, positive or negative? Um, I think positive would be referencing, you know, working with some new writers and some new people that I'm not a tr you know, traditionally accustomed to and getting into that headspace. Mm -hmm. um, negative, I don't really have anything in particular. Um, we struggled getting that feature with that one song that didn't make it. You know, that was a little frustrating. Um, but there was nothing, you know, as far as the culmination of writing these songs, it was very organic. And then a big pile of songs that we we're like, okay, sick. Here we go. We get some old stuff. We get some new stuff. It's all new to everybody else. But to me, I'm like, I've heard this goddamn song for years. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, I, th I think it was pretty straightforward. Makes sense. All right. Um, so for this question, we want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? The first thing I'm doing is stealing everything. I am stealing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky fingers. <laughs> um, uh, what's the snack of choice? Is always protein bars. It's so easy. Um, yeah. It's it's such a like. All right, cool. I'm starving and I need decent food because gas stations have dog shit food. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Get get a little like a little protein bar, a little Gatorade. I'm I'm in the action. There was a tour though that we were traditionally eating eggs the entire time. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> who said that trend who, who who told you to do that dude have you ever seen uh it's always sunny in philadelphia of course okay you know what frank is an egg in this trying time <laughs> yes yes but we That's started realizing we started realizing that gas stations had like those little two packet hard boiled eggs and if it was like first thing in the morning we're tired as fuck and like we'd missed breakfast at the hotel or something it would be like an egg an egg in this trying time <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't. Yeah, I don't trust them. But we, it, it definitely became a thing of that tour. I think it was like the headline tour in the spring. It was like we were we were surviving on strange food, <laughs> on fucking gas station eggs. Oof. Glad <laughs> yeah, you made that one out egg. alive. <laughs> yeah. No uh, so on the topic of food, if your project was a dish, what dish would your project be, and why? Huh? Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I want it to be something good, but like I. That's that's that honestly, that is one of the hardest questions I've been asked in my in the duration of my career. Um thank you. Fuck. I I'm I'm Italian. I want to say like spaghetti and meatballs, but at the same time, I feel like that makes no sense with my project. I feel like my project has to be something like more chaotic. Okay. Um give me some examples. What do you got? What do you got? What, what? do you think? For you? I'm interviewing you now. <laughs> this, what the hell? <laughs> this is not how this works. I don't know. Do I don't know. Maybe something something spicy. I don't mm. I don't know. Spicy. Something that fucking like, kicks you in the fucking yeah. jaw. Yeah. Like a spicy pad thai or something. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't I'm worthless like that, with the question. Or if you wanted if you want to do spaghetti, you can just like put some of the, the hot pepper flakes on there. Like maybe too much. Oh. Loose jaw. Or 
or hear me out. I just watched Elf the other day because it's Christmas time. You know the scene when he's like pouring syrup on his spaghetti and a bunch of Skittles candy and shit? Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> Elf spaghetti. There we go. That's yeah, great. candy spaghetti. All right. Um, and for the last couple questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with drink? With drink. I like the way you said it. With drink. <laughs> I said, uh, but it uh, just didn't come out. <laughs> um, dude, I don't know. Like steak, steak and lobster sounds fire. I feel like people that have like strange, you could always go the strange route of like having like the most com- like that comfort food that you had one time when you were a kid. I don't know. Like I could easily say like pumpkin pie, but I'm going to go steak lobster maybe i can do pumpkin pie too that and a glass of um glass of wine a glass of just just to settle just just to kick it and i'm kicking you know i'll be fine hell yeah wonderful and uh if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live oh adventure time oh fuck you like yeah i mean i I, it's just because i've been free watching it um yeah i'm I'm living i'm hanging out with finn and jake I'm, i'm living in the adventure time world all right awesome. um and i've thought of asking the last question every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question what's your favorite color if my clothes were not a dead giveaway black all i own is black my entire closet is almost laughable with the sense of like you open it and you're like oh the white closet <laughs> with black clothes it's all that's all it's all it's in there nothing else exists fair enough fair enough um so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um no go stream the rebirth ep listen from front to back and i appreciate you guys taking the time to interview me um on this wonderful tuesday morning it's a beautiful tuesday um well thank you for it's been mike's dead and we have been the good noise podcast